Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Well, folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone who's made a difference in my life and someone uh, I've looked up to for a long time because I used to see him on TV. I followed him on LinkedIn. Him and I have had a couple of conversations about where we went to college before on LinkedIn because I'm a Carolina guy and he's an NC State guy, but he's also a former congressman. He was on the Ways and Means Committee. And his name is J.D. Hayworth. You may have seen him on TV, on Hannity, on Geraldo, all over Fox Business and Fox News. Really good guy. J.D. is joining us from somewhere in Arizona. J.D., welcome in. Well, thanks, Coach Pete. Yes, greetings from Scottsdale, Arizona. It likes to think of itself as the westmost western town, and critics (laughs) call it the west's most midwestern town. But here here I am representing the southeast and the great southwest, and it's so good to be with you today. Thanks for the invitation. Yes, sir. Well, you've got a Super Bowl coming in this year to your area, don't you? Yes, that means a whole lot of Eddie money, a whole <laughs> lot of Johnny Paycheck, Johnny Cash. and But you know what's interesting? When you do the comparative studies, and we're, don't get me wrong, always happy to have the Super Bowl in, but you take a look at the sport that is so closely identified with where you and I grew up in the Southeast, when we have our big NASCAR races out here, the the multiplying effect on our economy, uh, I, I, the big secret is it comes pretty close to the Super Bowl. Wow. So it's been remarkable. And please don't let the guys in Rockingham know <laughs> I'm the guy who stole the race to bring it out here to PIR. There's a story <laughs> behind that, but I don't want guys throwing rocks at you or me so we'll stick to the issues today. Well, one of my best memories, I was 10 years old. I, I grew up in Scotland County, which is only about 20 minutes from the Rock, this, the Speedway there. And Dad used to take us here. They had two races a year. He'd take us to the first one. We'd sit in the infield and eat chicken. I used to love to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken as a 10-year-old. And every now and then, you see some cars go by. <laughs> that was my oh, enjoyment. Man, you bet. <laughs> what, a, what a great place. And I remember going down to Rockingham on the JLC Webb thoroughfare that took you there into Richmond County. So, yeah, lots of great memories of that area and of, uh, well, NC State and of back home in High Point. So it's just great to be with you today. You know, High Point back in the day when you were there, I mean, it was the furniture capital of the world. Still doing Yeah, good. and High Point remains so. You yep. know, when you stop and think, and I don't know if we've really given High Point the credit, think about when this happened, maybe about a half century to 60 years after, after the Civil War, And the city fathers of High Point said there needs to be a place for furniture exposition. And thus, the Southern Furniture Exposition was born. Now, the sad fact is that a lot of the manufacturing has left High Point. But when the furniture shows come to town, you have everybody from all over the world continuing to come to High Point, North Carolina. And I don't know if we've really 
reflected on what that has meant both to that area and to the entire state. And now as we take a look at our economy, sadly, so much of the manufacturing pulling out of the United States and heading for places like China, and that would include the furniture industry. Well, you know, when I think of High Point, I think of furniture, and I also think of High Point University and Nito Cubain, who's done a great job of turning that school around, and they're uh, they're on the, the front of any hey, kids' boy, uh, recommendations. You, you went to Carolina, you went to Carolina, I went to State, but we can say great things about HPU. <laughs> it's great school. And I can remember Nito. This shows you how life changes, <laughs> Coach Pete. I first remember I first remember Nito as one of my counselors up at Camp Cheerio, which back then was run by the High Point YMCA and up in I guess the Roaring Gap area in the western part of the state. Yeah, but Nito and the folks at HPU have done a remarkable job. He had me come up to uh, speak about 12 years ago there on campus uh, to one of his business schools, and uh, and we also incorporated media in there because we do we do a lot of media here for our for our company and. And he was just an outstanding guy. And, I, and right then, I said, "Gosh, I, if if this would, if I would have known about him when I was looking for colleges, I would have tried to go to High Point because he teaches all his students how to make money after they get out of college, which is a novel concept these days, especially after this student loan forgiveness act that was just passed." Oh, well, that's exactly the case, and uh, they do prepare uh, young people for a business environment right. for a career. And that's so important. And as you mentioned this, this really is a nice segue into uh, political policy and economic policy. Yep. Only two things we really need to know. The late, great Milton Friedman pointed this out. If you want less of something, tax it. And conversely, if you want more of something, subsidize it. And so this this uh, move by, uh, by uh, Mr. Biden to uh, forgive student debt loan – Uh, In addition to being kind of a crass political move before the midterms, it is going to create problems. I just – and this is not partisan. This comes from somebody at Harvard who advised the Obama White House, Jason Furman, on uh, Twitter, pouring roughly half trillion dollars of gasoline on the inflationary fire that's already burning is reckless. Yeah, it it makes uh, no sense. No, it's just it's bad news. But the good news is there are people like Coach Pete and those of us who listen closely to try to avoid uh, the shoals, I guess, the outer banks of economic policy in these troubling times. Well, a lot of people don't realize when you hear about, uh, you know, and and one other thing, a tangent off of that is the president. And and this is on all the talk shows anyway, so we're not going to waste a lot of time here. But does he really have authority to do what the House is supposed to do to begin with? That's quite true, and that'll end up in court. Uh, It depends on the Supreme Court's on recess until the first Monday in October. It is conceivable they could convene an emergency session to take this up, but don't bet on it. So it's it's funny. The money doesn't just come from a money tree. So if I'm going to give you, if I'm going to forgive $10,000 of debt for you, I'm going to reach over to Thomas, my producer. I'm going to take 10000 out of his back pocket and give it to you because there's no money for coming from, I mean, there's no magic money. It comes from one person to go to another. That's exactly right. Yep. This is a classic transfer of wealth from people who aren't wealthy. <laughs> that single mom who's working hard, whose kids, it's going to be tough for them to go to college. She's paying now for the loans of others who have gotten an education and who may or may not have put that ed- put that education to work. Hey, we have a couple more minutes here, and I wanted to touch on some fun things. Now, let's talk about your what got you to NC State. Well, two two words: Lou Holtz. 
Good Coach guy. Schultz recruited me, and uh, the joke is, he said, oh, no, we're going to sign that kid from High Point. I got to take that job with the New York Jets. But, uh, no, it was, it was a great experience at State. Uh, had some health problems that sidelined me in football. So the joke is I was recruited as right tackle, but ended up left out. <laughs> However, I got to be student body president my senior year. And nice. I started in radio back in High Point at age 14. So I would also do work with sports information and the, what was then called the Wolfpack Sports Network. And no less a Carolina grad than Woody Durham gave me my break in television back when Channel 28 was the NBC affiliate back circa 1979-80. So I started in television back there and had the good help of uh, the voice of the Tar Heels, Woody Durham, in doing so. And then from uh, Raleigh Durham to Greenville, Spartanburg, Asheville to Cincinnati, and then in 1987 to Phoenix, where uh, after seven years on the air, I answered the call to run and was elected to the Congress of the United States, and it's been incredible. The only downside is I don't get back to North Carolina as often as I would like. Well, next time you do, you make sure to let us know ahead of time. We'll have you right in the studio, and that'd be good. It's good to see you too in person. Well, Coach Pete, I look forward to that, and since you're a tax expert, we'll figure out a way that I can expense that <laughs> so I can... I can. We'll say this is an official interview with uh, my business, your business, and figure out a way to get me back in studio sometime soon. Well, I can sure benefit from a guy who used to be on the House Ways and Means Committee myself. I can probably learn a lot from you. I know I could. And you also, one final thing, I wanted to make sure people know this. You were, uh, you had something to do with HR seven forty three. That's a Social Security Protection Act of two thousand four. Yeah, we we just wanted to make sure. Because demographically, and truth be told, you and I are heading in this direction pretty quickly. It's kind of a shock. But back when we were working that 20 years ago, it almost seemed like uh, something far away. Well, we understand it. I'm sure you tell oh, those yeah. who, in your words, retirement ain't that far away. Social Security is an important, uh, important resource. But woe to anyone who tries to depend solely on Social Security, yeah. primarily because of, of what we're seeing now, the demographic bulge. Uh, the baby boom is going kaboom demographically in terms of those of us moving into our 60s and eventually into our so-called retirement years. The good news is a lot of us don't want to retire. The realistic news is that uh, it is tough for uh, today's workforce to support Social Security recipients of tomorrow. So we tried to find rational, reasonable ways to augment Social Security to make sure it's there for Americans. But, uh, you know, our kids instinctively, Coach Pete, take a look at this. The polling question was asked, gosh, 20 years ago. What is more likely? They asked this of kids uh, uh, from, I guess, uh, 16 to 24. What's more likely? Uh, finding extraterrestrial life or you getting Social Security benefits when you reach your 60s. <laughs> and I don't need to joke about it. The truth was the kids said, oh, we're, we're going to come in contact with extraterrestrial life. Social Security won't be there for us. Well, I hope that's not the case, but we need to make to help people understand they need to supplement things. They need to plan for the future because relying on government ain't the way to go. Well, speaking of UFOs, you watch the news lately? <laughs> They're trying to make contact. <laughs> there we go. And, well, hey, you kidding me? As a graduate of Moo U, I'm, I'm seeing what Tucker is talking about with all the with all the cattle uh, 
uh, carvings up, uh, oh, yeah. cattle mutilations. Seen you know, that. That's kind of scary stuff. So, uh, and even my old, uh, a couple of my old constituents in Snowflake, Arizona, those were the guys who back in the 80s claimed to have been uh, abducted. Wow. Now, uh, I didn't exactly ask for their endorsement, but hey, I would have been happy <laughs> to have them vote for me. They're, they were entitled to secret ballots, but we have some of my friends out here in Arizona who say they have taken a trip from Arizona to uh, those ethereal realms aboard those ships. But that's a whole nother topic, Coach Pete, for <laughs> another visit. Well, really appreciate your time today, J.D. Hey, Coach, look forward to getting back together with you. And, uh, you know, it's just wise to think about the future because it gets here quicker than we know. Absolutely. Folks, his name is J.D. Hayworth. And the name of the book, Whatever It Takes, I would recommend. Uh, it's still in print uh, out there, J.D. You can get it on Amazon, I'm it sure. It sure is. Yep. Available wherever fine books are sold. <laughs> and that's why Bezos is making a ton with Amazon.com. <laughs> hey, will you take care, my friend? You too, Coach Pete. Let's talk again soon. Yes, sir. 800-661-7383. You can also text the word PLAN to 600-700. This is a great opportunity to reach out, get your own questions answered. Again, that number, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or text that keyword PLAN to 600-700. That's PLAN to 600-700. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.